one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. It's Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. Big news about Rodeo Houston. New music from Scotty McCreary and an interview with Hannah Ellis. I'm Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of January 15th, 2024. This week's episode of the All Country News Podcast is brought to you by Good Sentiments, the candle line partnering with your favorite artists to create custom scents that benefit the charity of their choice. Get yours at shopgoodsentiments.com now. And now for the hottest news in country this week. Congratulations are in order for Kane Brown and wife Caitlin, who shared a sweet moment in their gender reveal video, which is definitely a must watch. It is so sweet and I love how they did it. You know, we've seen all the videos of the gender reveals going wrong or the ones that are just really big. This one was very sweet at home, involves cake, which is obviously the best way to do a gender reveal. And the footage from it is just so sweet. Make sure you head over to allcountrynews.com to check it out. Another must-watch for the week, Jelly Roll sat down and gave testimony about the deadly effects of fentanyl before the Senate Banking Committee in Nashville. And it was so incredible to see and hear his point of view on the subject. As we all know, fentanyl is something that is sweeping over the United States and is something that we all need to be aware of and actively making sure that we're having conversations on. It's become an epidemic in this country, so to speak, and it's really terrible to see, but it's also really amazing to see someone with Jelly Roll's platform speaking out on this. It's something that he has firsthand knowledge of, The speech honestly moved me. It gave me chills, brought me to tears. It's so incredible. It is a must-must watch for the week. Please make sure you head to allcountrynews.com now to watch the full video. Next up, I've got some exciting show announcements for you. Rodeo Houston finally announced their insane lineup for their 2024 year and It is absolutely out of this world. It features incredible artists like Lainey Wilson, Hank Williams Jr., Eric Church, and so many more. This will kick off on February 27th with Blake Shelton. And you're not going to want to miss out on this. So whether you have just always wanted to attend that rodeo or if you happen to live in the area, you're going to want to make sure you get tickets for that. They go on sale starting January 18th and will be sold in two waves. First sale will go at 10 a.m. for performances held from February 27th through March 7th. And the second wave will go live at 2 p.m. for March 8th through March 17th. Needless to say, don't wait as these are some of the hottest tickets of the year. And next we have Hangout Fest, which happens on the beaches of the Gulf Shores of Alabama. The lineup for this is literally insane. It's not only country artists, it also features more like mainstream pop kind of artists like the Chainsmokers, but Zach Bryan, Lana Del Rey, 
I mean, Jesse Murph, Megan Maroney, the list goes on and on. You are not going to want to miss out on this one. There's no way this doesn't sell out. And there's all different types of tickets from general mission to super VIP. You can check out all the info on this on allcountrynews.com. Now let's get to some new music this week. Have to kick things off with Scotty McCreary, who has released one of my favorite songs of 2024 so far. And I know we are very, very early on in the year, but I know this one's going to have staying power. It's called Can't Pass the Bar. It is so 90s, think honky tonk, like spinning around on the dance floor kind of fun. It's very much giving me like Footloose remake kind of vibes and if you haven't watched the remake of Footloose it's one of those movies that's so bad that it's so good so check that out and also listen to the song add it to your weekend playlist you are going to have this one on repeat next up we have country riser reed houghton whose grandfather's words shaped his latest single titled man made money and the line says i got the money honey if you got the time it's very cheeky it's very country i mean it definitely has the new 2000 sound that we're hearing on the radio but it definitely is rooted in the super fun old school cheeky kind of country that we would hear back in like the early 90s early 2000s so i am absolutely living for it make sure you check this one out hannah ellis has officially released her debut album it's titled that girl and honestly it's gonna have you thinking pun absolutely intended she is that girl. She is one to watch out for. I listen to this top to bottom. It is absolute perfection. So I'm not going to pick a song because honestly, it's one of my favorite releases of the week. Her vocals on this are absolutely stellar. And again, she is one to watch out for. Make sure you listen to that girl top to bottom. Hardy dropped a surprise track titled Quit. It's inspired by his Nashville journey, which I feel like is very ironic here because to me, this song does not scream Nashville. It is very much giving me like kid rock, kind of a version of like rock rap. And it is very much like a song about how somebody told him he should quit and again, his journey in Nashville and how he's become the star that he is today. So I think lyrically, it's very country, but sound-wise, it is not to me whatsoever. But that is very much a thing now that I am hearing in country. Country music is not just the twang and all of that type of stuff that we're used to hearing. It is very much become a whole new thing with so many facets. I talk about it all the time, how country has broken off into like hip hop and rap and folk and, you know, a pop. It's so much more than the genre that people used to think of country. It's definitely a very interesting track. I definitely think you should give it a listen. Connor Smith released his latest single. It's called Meanwhile in Carolina, and it's just a really great, solid country track. It's very sweet, has really incredible storytelling. Also love the visual he paired with it. It's at golden hour. He's playing on his guitar. It's very sweet, 
And vocally, for me, I feel like if you're a big fan of like Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, you're really gonna love this guy. Chancey Williams released his latest single, A Cowboy Who Would, and it's about finding that special someone so incredible that you're ready to like give it all up for them. In the case of this song, it's all about hanging up his saddle in the name of love. And it's a really sweet track. It has a very traditional country vocal to it. So if that is your vibe, you're gonna love this one. Chris Young is giving us another sneak peek into his upcoming album, Young Love and Saturday Nights. And this time it's a track titled Right Now. And it's all about basically telling someone that you miss who used to be in your life that if they wanted to you'd get back together with them right now and start all over again it's a really fun listen make sure you check it out now earlier i talked about scotty mccreary and his new honky-tonk style sound can't pass the bar now this next one is the opposite of that it's like the one you'd want to slow dance with your sweetie to at a honky-tonk it's katie offerman it's called sound of missing you and it is one of my favorite releases this week. She is so incredible. She's definitely an artist to watch out for. She has one of the most interesting vocals, not just of a female artist, but of any gender. She is just so incredible. Make sure you check it out. I've got another really great track for you for the week. It's Peyton Porter with Lemonade, and it is so country. The lyrics are just the literal epitome of when people say that country music lyrics are just the best. This one is so good and her vocals on this are so strong. They're pretty much the main feature of the track and I love when artists put those out. It really gives you a chance to hear their voice without all the backing music, which obviously love those tracks too, but it's really nice when an incredible vocalist can have that instrument shine and it really does on this one and this is another fun track for the week make sure you give this one a listen jake Cohn's timeless tale of love and loss is displayed in his latest track hard as stone and it's all about the struggles of love and loss and he nostalgically reflects on his roots in west virginia the vocal on this is so emotionally raw. It reminds me so much of Zach Bryan. So if you are a big fan of him, you are going to love this guy too. Dasha released her latest single. It's titled 42. And it's a song all about second chances at love and making up for the time apart. I really love this one. It starts off really slow, but in the most beautiful way. She reminds me a lot of Georgia Webster. Also, if you're a fan of Kelsey Ballerini, you are going to love this girl. Troy Cartwright comes in with his latest single, Over You By Now, and it is a heartfelt dive into unresolved love. That is something I think we can all relate to. You know, sometimes you get out of a relationship and maybe it ended terribly, maybe it didn't, and so much time goes by and you just can't believe that you're still not over that person, which I think doesn't only relate to relationships of love. It can also be friendship. You know, sometimes things end and you just can't get over it. And I think, again, that's something we all can relate to. Also really love the vocal on this one, so make sure you give it a listen. Huckleberry Road released a new powerful track. It's called Quiet Anymore, and it's a call for unity through music. It's talking about 
the state of the country today and how we're all very divided and need to come together as one. And I think it's a really important message and it's always really cool to me to see artists who don't just release songs, you know, that are maybe about heartbreak or love or family and kind of are more on a grander scale of things. It's always really neat to see an artist's perspective on that. It's definitely an interesting listen and you should definitely check it out. This next release is an absolute tearjerker. It's from Pamela Hopkins. It's called Walk of Honor. And that's not something that I was familiar with until this year. Funnily enough, there was a TikTok video that she saw that inspired this song, and that's actually how I was educated on this in the first place. Uh, For those of you who don't know what a walk of honor is, it has to do with um, someone passing away and then they're an organ donor, and before they take them into surgery to retrieve those organs to save more lives. They give them what's called a walk of honor through the hospital. Even talking about it right now is making me get very emotional. It's a very hard thing to imagine. I'm sure some of you listening may have had to go through this. It's really just unimaginable, but this song is a beautiful tribute to those people, and it is definitely, for me, To say to you, it is the most important listen of this week, so please make sure you check it out. Um, Again, it is really just a powerful song. Jason Benoit tells tales of the journey of a troubled soul in his new single, 25 to Life. Now, I have to start off by saying that there's something up in the water there in Canada. This is another Canadian country singer, and I don't know what they've got going on up there, but they've just got some of the best of the best coming out. This song is so great. It is so lyrically kind of almost outlaw country. It's got such a great vibe to it. It's definitely another must-listen for the week. Next, we need to talk about our video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Zach Top, Sounds Like the Radio, and it's the official music video for that song. This one's super fun. I don't really want to dive too much into it because I would just ruin the plot of it, but it's really good. He is another person who is giving like old school country vibes to me, and this video pairs so well with that. You can head over to allcountrynews.com now to check it out or anywhere you follow us on social media. Now I'm so excited to throw it over to Bobby Dixon and Hannah Ellis. You know, I mean, I feel like I know you're such a creative person and you love being a part of this creative process. So when did it dawn on you that it was finally time to make a record? You know, after I signed my record deal in March of 2020, which was an interesting time, you know, at first it was just all about getting songs out, record and release, record and release. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll just put an EP out just to get a body of work out there. But as we kept writing songs that we loved and I just kept turning things in, I was like, I feel like I want to do an entire project that's a thought. It's a cohesive thought. It's an introduction to me as an artist. And I think a record is the best way to do that. I'm a 90s baby. I grew up on albums. And so I still really value an album and what it tells you about an artist. 
Yeah. And I love it. I love that you have 13 songs. I feel like that is enough for me to digest as much as I love these double albums. I love that you. I can't get through them. I can't get through them. I can't do it. I just, I can't do it. So, but I also know that you call yourself like bougie and back roads or I put the bougie and back roads. So how did you kind of take that little ism about yourself and inject it into these 13 songs? Man, you know what? It's so funny. When I talk about the song Wine Country, I do talk about how it was kind of my way of um, defining my role in the country music family and saying, okay, I'm the bougie country girl. And I think you'll see that all through this record. You'll see it in the photos and in the color schemes and and in the songs because you're going to have Country Can, which is all about, even that talks about red dirt to West Coast sand because there's a little bit of all of that in me. And I think in each song you're going to see all these different sides of me. The whole idea of this project is just embracing who you are, good, bad, or otherwise. The country girl, the girl that loves living downtown. Um, and yeah, it kind of finds its way into all of the lyrics. I love it. So, you know, and I, I know you just posted this awesome kind of day in the life of you really working with your creative team. Why is it so important to you to have kind of your hands in every part of making this project? Man, I think that is artistic expression for me. Um, I'm very opinionated when it comes to the to the art that I make, and it's why I wanted to be a songwriter on all of the these songs. You know, um, do I have to only cut songs I've written for my entire career? No. Did I know that I wanted to do that for this project? Yes, because I want people to know exactly who I am. I want them to know the color schemes that I would choose, the outfits I would choose, the songs that I think best represent me right now in this season. And so I'm just a really hands-on artist and I want people to know that it's not anything anyone else is choosing for me or asking me to do. And I have an incredible team for that. They are constantly saying, okay, you tell us what you like and then we'll give opinions accordingly. And it's just been so fun to put this project together with them. I love it. So I love that you have a hand in writing all of these songs. And I feel like as women, we love to write our feelings. We love to write what's on our heart. And like like you said, where we're at in this era of life. So um, I'm a Swifty. I don't know if you're a Swifty. So like, if you could like take this album and relate it to like a Taylor Swift era, like do you see any similarities in any eras? Yeah, I think it would probably be most similar to the Fearless album. Somewhere between that and somewhere between that and Red. Red, I feel like overall, actually, probably closer to Red. Because I feel like Red was this you got every part of her in that album. You got the super fun, um, you know, we're never getting back together. And then you also got like the deep cuts of All Too Well. <laughs> and I think you really covered a lot of who she was. So I feel like if I had to pick one, it'd probably be the most like Red. And also sonically, that to me was her most diverse record as far as top to bottom from a sonic standpoint. Everything else was pretty like in its like space. And I feel like I got to have a lot of fun sonically on this record as well because I'm not just one thing. The same way as my personality isn't just one thing. I don't like just one style of music or type of music. I think sometimes people get really hung up on what is country music or what type of country music do you do? And I'm like, well, I'm a girl from a small town in Kentucky. So I have really country roots and 
there's there's bluegrassy elements and there's there's country super country roots to me but then also I grew up in the 90s with great R&B music and I love pop music I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan so I think that all of that kind of bleeds together in this record and I think that it made for a really fun project yeah, I love it. I mean, I'm jealous. I mean, I was excited. I got to listen to it all already and love it. But I always have to ask, and I feel like naming your album, especially your debut album, is like naming your baby. And it's like, you know, you maybe had already a couple of names picked out, but you want to make sure that everybody's happy with that name. Yeah. So how did you know you kind of end up on that girl? I think it encompasses, you know, the entire project so well. What were yeah. your kind of thoughts on that? You know, it was very similar to what you were saying. I mean, the song itself of that girl is all about embracing who I am and saying, hey, I can be overly emotional. I can love too hard. I can care too much or I can have too much fun. And I think that throughout this record, you get all these different parts of me that make up who I am. And that title kind of was me saying, hey, I am that girl. I'm the one that does care too much and being comfortable with and also just embracing that and loving that about myself. I love that. Which song was the hardest to write? Maybe one that you had to come back to again and again. You know, what's funny is it's kind of a twofold answer. Too much and not enough was the hardest as far as I was really picky about it from an emotional standpoint. I didn't want a single lyric to not be how I really felt. I didn't want to soften it, but I also didn't want it to be like try hard. I was like, I only want to say exactly what I mean in this song. And it took us a while that day. I mean, we were there all day into the night trying to get those lyrics right to really, really tell that story. And the other one that is surprising that it was, I don't know that I would say hard to write, but that I was very particular about was Wine Country. Really? Okay knew it was such a personality song for me it was another one that i wanted it to be exact i knew exactly the like way i wanted it to feel i didn't want it to be kitschy and cheesy because sometimes those like really poppy fun up-tempo songs can kind of fall into that i was like i want it to be a real lyric that is a lot of fun and so we had to really you know i think we worked really hard on it but it's to me i think it turned out perfect i could I would not change a single word in that song. I love it. For me, um, Home in a Hometown was my favorite. I feel like, you know, I've bit bopped around my whole life, but still my favorite place ever to be is in my parents' living room with this oh. like beautiful ornate fireplace that my mom has. And so kind of chat with me about the writer's room that day and kind of what was going through your head. That was so fun to write. So I got the idea when I was driving home to my hometown and realizing that I was kind of speeding because I was like, oh, I always do this when I go home. And then I realized, well, I do the same exact thing when I go back to Nashville because I just want to be there. I just feel so alive in both of those places. And so I had the idea of I have a home and a hometown. So I came home and I was talking to my husband. He was my boyfriend at the time, Nick Wayne, about it. And he was like, oh my gosh, have you written that? And I was like, no, I wrote it down on my phone as something I want to write. And we had to write the next day. And he was like, okay, we have to write this song. And he was the perfect person, him and our friend Mark Trussell. But it was so great to have Nick in there because, again, he was like, I was like, oh, I don't know. It might be too on the nose to talk about Barcelona. It's a restaurant that like not everybody is familiar with. He's like, 
yeah, but everyone has their Barcelona. Everyone has their restaurant that they go to. The bartenders know them. Their friends always go there. And it was just fun because we got to just get really real with our own stories. And, and I got to tell like about the 4th of July in my hometown and then shoot the music video there. So that's absolutely one of my favorite songwriting stories. Um, and just one of my favorite songs. It's really the one that kind of got this whole train moving. Oh my gosh. Well, I was excited for the Barcelona lyric. I, my ears perked up right away and I instantly got hungry for their tapas. I like instantly oh. like, Oh, what's the next <laughs> flight? I not, I gotta be down there. But I'm, al I'm always so interested. I know that, you know, people are very methodical about um, the order in which songs go. I know that you are such a creative mind. So I was like, ah, we are going to be on the same wavelength. Like, yes. why is this in what order? So I'm going to ask you about the bookends of the album. You, yes. know, you start with Country Can, you end with Too Much, Not Enough. Why that? Why was that the decision? I love that. I love that question because that was so intentional for me. And I... I really chose those. Those two were kind of the bookends early on. It's because I think Country Can, it it's the most palatable. Like if you are a country music fan at all and you came across my record, you could listen to that and be like, oh my gosh, I love this because it's about country music. I love country music. This resonates with me. And it gives you this very quick glimpse into who I am um, on a topical level, on a surface level. I'm I'm red dirt and West Coast sand. I, I believe in all of the things that country music can do for us. So I thought that was such a great intro. And also because it's a country record and I wanted to set the tone and say, we're going to have fun on this journey. And I think that was a really good one for that reason. And then on the flip side of that, Too Much and Not Enough, I knew I was going to have that as the last song on the record before we even cut it in the studio. So we cut it in a way that it would be the last song. I knew that's where I wanted the record to end um, from the fact that the music kind of comes in and goes out and comes in and goes out and even ending on the word enough with nothing there because I wanted people to go on this journey with me to, to kind of, you know, have some fun at the beginning and we're loving country music and we're falling in love. And then you're kind of getting in the weeds with me a little bit and learning my personality and the things I like and don't like. And then, I felt like if you've listened to the first 12 songs, then you deserve the level of vulnerability that you get from me on the 13th song. And I wanted to leave people with something that just said, whoa, I feel like that's my friend. I feel like I know her. Um, and I think that kind of like the best books, in my opinion, are the ones that you want to reread. Because when you get to the end, you're like, okay, I love this character differently. So now I want to read the book with that kind of love in my heart. And I feel like when you get to the end and you land on a too much and not enough, you do want to go back and start over and go, okay, now I want to listen with those ears. I love that you bring that up because I do that a lot. You know what I mean? I listen to a lot of music. Like I'm sure you also listen to a lot of music and it's so much fun. You mean, I have the pleasure of getting to chat with you about it and then going back and really right. being to take your story with me. But I also love that you bring up books because I'm like smack dab in the middle of a series right now. So I love you. Oh, have you read the, read the A Court of Thorns and Roses yet? <laughs> Girl, they're my entire personality. No way. <laughs> so they're actually becoming my entire personality. Uh, they like welcome. part of the way through the second one. And 
Yeah. Yeah. When I finally meet you, hopefully I'll be done with the whole series. So like, you don't have to keep your mouth shut about anything. Uh, it's <laughs> the hardest. It's actually the hardest. Like so many of my friends are reading through it and I'm just like, I've had to like stay off TikTok. I've had to stay off Instagram. I can't, but you know, I feel like 2024 is the year of the woman. I'm not even going to say the year of the girl. It's the year oh. of women. I, you know, you're a nineties baby. I'm a nineties baby. I grew up with, you know what I mean? That's all country music was. You had a dabbling of men and right. all women. And now, and then the girls. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I have said this for years that I feel like the pendulum is swinging back, but I feel like last year it like flew back and now we are really spotlighted on women. So, you know, what are your goals for yourself and this record for this year? And who are you kind of hoping it resonates with? Man, I think, I think that one of my biggest goals is really to just kind of look at each aspect of being an artist and try to elevate in each of those online presence, streaming, radio, touring, any any capacity that I can just get more in contact with my fans and present them with this record and give them the chance to say, here it is. If you like it, then come hang out with me and let's be friends. But like, I think that's what I'm most excited about is just getting this music out there and giving people the chance to hear it. I feel like what I really want out of this record is for people to find themselves in it. They're my stories, but they're really our stories because we've all experienced heartbreak. We've all gotten lucky, I'm sure, and gotten to watch karma play out in someone's life. We all have weekends that we never want to forget with our friends and we all have insecurities the people that i think this is going to resonate with is just human beings people that are not scared to say man i feel a lot of things and and people that are ready to embrace who they are this week's episode of the all country news podcast is brought to you by good sentiments the candle line partnering with your favorite artists to create custom scents that benefit the charity of their choice Get yours at shopgoodsentiments.com now. Good sentiments. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News Podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.